Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Health, Wealth and Anything Else. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, another week here on Health Wealth, an exciting week as we're getting closer to the release of the Health Wealth platform, which is uh, very soon. It will be tomorrow. By the time this is released and you're listening to it, it will be tomorrow, Wednesday, the, the 10th. So I'm here again with Barry uh, for another chat. Uh, what you been up to since we last spoke? Hi, Ryan. Great to be on again. Thanks uh, for having me. And uh, yeah, it's been uh, obviously, again, another busy week. Uh, now, pretty much uh, by the middle of next week, I'll be, I'll have finalised my first programme and I've got a couple of, a uh, couple of, cl- uh, well, girls that I'm going to be running the programme on and it's going to be, um, it's going to be really beneficial to get their feedback and uh, see if I need to, uh, to tweak it and one of them is, does have a little bit uh, she, she wants to lose a little bit of weight here around our, our stomach area so and she's really keen so it's going to be it's going to be it's, it's perfect for her and she's got she's got a busy lifestyle herself so and obviously I'll incorporate the mobility and the flexibility um, element into that as well so yeah really excited just to get that finalized over the line and uh, start getting it out there so and uh, yeah, obviously, as you say, very excited to to see the um, the release of the upcoming platform, and uh, we've got loads of uh, great stuff coming for for listeners and, and subscribers. Yeah, absolutely, that's awesome. Yeah, it's good to be finally getting stuff properly um, over the line and out there, and start uh, really working with people, and and hopefully making a big difference in in people's lives. So. It's awesome. It's exciting. And hopefully people are already learning stuff from the podcast too. We got um, a, a lot of um, good guests coming up too. We're going to have some great guest episodes coming. We've got a couple confirmed. There's a couple of really big, exciting ones that we're hoping to get confirmed next week or two. So um, yeah, it's all, it's all exciting. It's all good stuff. So this week, I thought we would talk on uh, a very big subject, which divides a lot of people, uh, and that's calories. So there's the whole, you know, calories in calories out people talk about and everything's based on calories and just kind of talk a bit on that and what our view is on it whether we believe that that is actually true calories in calories out whether calorie count is a good thing whether it's even possible um, and we'll, we'll basically try and cover the whole subject for people so i'll come to you first barry and just see what what is your kind of view on the whole the whole calorie situation yes uh... Very much uh, of, of of the thinking of of the 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 opinion that from what I've from what I've read and and people I've talked to and the experiences is that you know calorie counting is not it's not conducive to a, a long term nutritious and healthy lifestyle at all. It's there, there's there's several problems with it. You know there's uh, the the main the main problem with it. Whether well for a, for for a start, it's 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 very difficult to track calories consistently. You know, throughout the day, 
um, you know, in situations it's impossible to keep track of every ingredient and measuring measuring cups or even know what's actually in the dish themselves, you know, and especially if we go out to eat, you know, if you're in a restaurant, you can't possibly know how many calories is is, is on the plate that you're served and uh, that that makes that makes people's uh, sort of day, daily or weekly routines quite rigid, you know, and uh, inflexible. Um, you know, when we when we eat, we eat at home. We want we want to eat nourishing foods, so that that, that make you feel make you feel healthy, uh, well energized. And um, that's that's what that's what a healthy lifestyle is all about. Um, that's what normal life looks like. So, so counting calories isn't isn't it doesn't work day in day out. And it's just very cumbersome and difficult to keep up with. Um, you know, we get accustomed to eating. Um, accustomed to eating food in situations where, um, you know, we're, we're counting or tracking calories, um, you know, that it, it's it's difficult because, you know, you can be in a social setting, for example, and, uh, you know, it's 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 just not it's not possible at that at that moment. Mm. Um, you know, oftentimes people um, who are counting calories as well try and avoid social situations altogether um, in case they get dragged into, you know, eating something that they're not sure how many calories are in it, and then that can affect their, you know, their social life and their, their, their actually further along the line potentially their mental health, you know, so in in, in a negative way. So um, because they're afraid of, you know, being thrown off track with the, with the amount that they're of calories that they're, they're trying to stay, you know, within the range of, and they become can, can become confused and they don't have. You don't have built up the, the requisite skills and knowledge to navigate their food choices as well because they're so focused on the amount of calories, you know, as opposed to what the actual what the actual nutritional content of the food themselves. So you know that kind of brings me on the you know the next thing. It's it, calories does they they don't they don't tell you how you know nutritious. Are. A food is, you know, it's as simple as that. It's it's it's, it's a numbers game. So you could eat two thousand calories of anything, really. Um, you know, you could eat two thousand calories of, you could eat a thousand calories of from that's from foods that are not healthy for you. You know, but you could eat three thousand calories. So you're taking in three times more more calories per day, but it's all from nutritional food. So you're getting a lot of the, a lot of the health benefits. So that that's a lot of the the the, the details that, that people don't mention about it. You know, it's it's a lot more nuanced than people think. Um, mm. You know, if, if people say, "Oh, well, I'm I'm keeping under a thousand calories a day," yeah, if you're eating cup of, uh, drinking cup of soups <laughs> and, and packaged foods, you know, <laughs> yeah. yeah, of course you are. But there's no nutritional content in that. But uh, yeah. You know, calorie-wise, um, your body needs calories for energy, of course, but it also needs vitamins, minerals, and antioxidants, and you don't get that from um, from from packaged foods. You get that from nutritional foods, mostly meat-based, eggs, fish. Um, you know your healthy fats, and uh, you know drinking. You know, I've, I've obviously avoiding a, a lot of the sugar and the carbs. So. Um, looking at calories in a number-based way, that that. That excludes a lot of the the major pieces of information that are important for your your health and your well being. Um, you know, it, it, it also wrongly guides you away from nourishing foods, but it can also 
uh, I feel that also leads people to develop an unhealthy relationship with food as well, and a very confined relationship. Um, mm. I've also found, you know, from you know research and and speaking with with, with people that um, you know people who have been used to counting calories that they they, un, they have an un, unintentionally uh, un, unhealthy relationship with food, you know. And, and that can present, you know, like different problems, like making up for bad foods eaten or burning off calories through through exercise, anxiety around certain foods, um, rigid nutrition, bad bad fitness routines as well. Um, and that's that's really um, that that's just a, you know a few of the a few of the problems that that I found with um, you know the whole calorie counting space really. Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree completely with that. That I, I feel like um, it it basically becomes um, like an OCD disorder with, with people who who count calories. It, their whole life revolves around it, even to the point of you know that through the day they're trying to keep their calories below a certain amount so they've got enough spare calories to have a little treat or a bit of chocolate in the evening. And yeah, and and it's uh, yeah, it becomes it makes a hugely unhealthy relationship with food. Because like you say, it's, it's base, you're basing it on calories, you're not basing it on anything else. Um, and in regards to your first point about tracking calories, it's completely true. It's actually 100% impossible to properly track calories because the calorie amounts on labels, food labels, are not accurate. Um, in restaurants, it's even worse. Like you, you mentioned restaurants, that they're more than 50% out on most cases where they've tested it. And so it's impossible for you to actually track calories anyway. So it's kind of a pointless exercise. And then we go to the point of what even is a calorie, that there is zero nutritional value around a calorie. A calorie is a a measurement of heat energy. So it's basically one calorie is the amount of heat energy it takes to heat up um, a cup of water by one degree Celsius. That's how it's measured. That's what it's from. And the measurements we got, um, there was I can't remember his name right now, but there was, there was a scientist who basically came up with it and he came up with a scale. I think it was in the 1800s, but he basically got different types of food um, and burnt them on a Bunsen burner and saw how much heat energy they gave off. And then the percentage that it gave off, that was what he used to say you would get. So, you know, if it was if it was 10 calories and you got 90 percent of the heat from it, then he would say 90 percent so you'd get nine calories from that that food yep. or whatever and the yep. the scale that he did in the 1800s is actually what scientists still use today not scientists nutri- food nutrition labels that's what they use for it so they'll just say so it's not like they've individually tested the food product you've got they just say well there's about this much carbs in it look at his scale this much okay so you get this many calories from it and it's based off nothing um and yep. the most important thing um which you covered there as well is what does it come with? Like the calorie is no nutritional value. It doesn't tell you anything about what your body's actually getting. It is just the amount of heat energy that your body could make from that food potentially. And, you know, like we said, it's not even accurate. It tells you nothing about it. Like you said, you could eat a thousand calories of chocolate, um, but then a good, healthy, nutritious meal could be 1500 calories. So the person who's calorie counting goes for the chocolate for a thousand calories. How is that? healthy and it's also not conducive to weight loss people do it for weight loss thinking calorie count let the whole calories in calories out i mean 
the thing with calories in calories out is it's not true in terms of being healthy and it's not even true in terms of optimal weight loss it's not even true in terms of that but at the very very kind of raw and basic level at first it will work for weight loss slightly so people still think it works because well well i did lots of calories out not much calories in and i did lose weight so yeah but how long did you keep that up for max people keep it up a couple months maximum because what you're doing is obviously we talk a lot about the benefits of fasting don't we like you know intermittent fasting or even a longer fast but what you're doing with calorie counting where you're trying to eat less calories and get more out you're not fasting you're starving and there's a big difference between fasting and starving fasting is where you give your body everything it needs you know you eat plenty until your body's got everything it needs and then you leave a long window of not eating and in that time your broad, your body does a load of processes that it needs to it has everything it needs um, and it has you know fats for energy and it's 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 in ketosis and it, you're probably already fat adapted so it can use fat for energy starving is where you are never giving your body what it needs at no point does it get what it needs it gets a little tiny bit here tiny bit there and in, yeah. and it just and it goes into starvation mode which is where it stores fat and and so you're never going to have continued weight loss with that strategy and as we said it's going to give you a terrible relationship with food which takes a long time to break and it's going to make you really unhealthy because you're not getting nutrients if you're eating less than a thousand calories a day and it's poor quality food your body is running on empty it's running on nothing i could eat a massive nutritious meal and not eat for two days and my body will have more nutrition than the people who've been eating every day at that it, 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 it's crazy and it's all about it's all about what you eat and i imagine from being an athlete when you were in athletics um i, I doubt they were ever encouraging you to restrict calories back then because it's, it's not going to be beneficial to your body in any way yeah absolutely a lot of great points raised there uh, in, term, in terms of the athletes uh, my experience as, a, as an athlete as a high level gymnast it was not something that was that was ever mentioned we we, we obviously had to well, you know, meat, eggs, fish. Uh, at that time, vegetables was, you know, obviously the education wasn't as as advanced as it is now. So by default, we're eating fruit and vegetables. And probably, I was probably eating the three meals a day, but the, the majority of, of foods were, were, were healthy. And I was lucky to, to be brought up in a household where I didn't eat any processed foods. I was really lucky that my parents you know, made uh, f- fresh food from fresh food, food from natural, you know, natural ingredients, and you know, I, I already had that 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 base, but there was very rarely any mention of, of calories uh, because I knew that what I was eating was giving me the nutritional value and the energy to train for five six hours a day. At times, that's what I was training day in day out. Especially if we were away on training camp. So, and and that all, the, all that protein was needed to, to repair the muscles and help grow the muscles and maintain the muscles that we needed to do the the, the skills the the skills that we needed to do. You know that that gave us the strength, the endurance, the 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 cardio, the the. You know, the mental energy as well is, is a is a big uh, is is a big factor. You know, because your mm. brain needs a lot of energy. So <clears throat> that that was um, it was very rarely a uh, discussed. It was very rarely a 
a factor. And it was all about, you know, what you were eating, not how many calories were, were in it. And, you know, the other great point that you made was about the weight gain aspect. You know, um, there's been so many studies that have shown that a lot of people who have, you know, lost weight through reducing their calories actually end up putting that weight on uh, a lot faster uh, when they deviate from their original calorie counting plan, whereas ones who have done it by eating well at the right time, especially you know fasting, doing the exercise, if they come off that, their body is far more resilient and far better equipped to prevent the weight gain than someone who has been through the calorie count, calories in, calories out method. So mm. this is like, for example, I, I could eat rubbish for a month and, and, and not exercise. And I, I know I wouldn't put anything on, like nothing, because my I've got credit. I've got credit with my body. My body's got, I've, I've built up that up over time. So it, it is far in a far better position to withstand weight loss than someone who's done the calorie counting method. It doesn't solve, you know, it doesn't, it, we're talking about, you know, papering over the cacks. That that's mm. what it does. It does work to an extent, as you mentioned. It, it does, but it's not the correct method for long term longevity at all. It doesn't solve the underlying problem. You know, it may help you you adjust your weight temporarily, but it's a it's a short short term band aid solution. Um, it doesn't address the underlying problem, and you know. Um, the, the what people should be doing is looking forward to the meals that when it's time to eat to actually look forward to it and and nourish their body with, with nutritious food and like you know every day I get to look forward to half six seven o'clock when I can eat you know and it's it's actually look forward to it and ca uh, calorie counting doesn't even enter my mind I know what it is that I'm eating is is it's got all the nutritional content that I need calories that's not even a factor so for me there's a lot less to think about and that's the other thing there's a lot less to think about mm. it's far more conducive for long-term health it saves you time and it's it actually saves saves you money as well you know it's it's just far more efficient for the body so um and and calorie counting can take the it just takes the joy and the pleasure out of food experience as well you know food food is meant to be enjoyed and your body is uh, you know, it needs to be. It needs to be nourished, and it, as you say, it doesn't form uniform. Uh, you know, the, the calculations they don't they don't offer totally conducive results either. You know, your your body burns calories in a way that is dependent on quite a few factors. You know, it's the type of food that you eat. It's 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 your body's metabolism. It's your gut health. You know, these are all very important. Um, factors uh yeah. which, which relate to how well your body can can process food so if you've got those, those three things in order then your body's gonna you know uh it's gonna process food very well um if, if those things aren't in order uh, like for for example if you are eating you know noodles and um you know cup uh, drinking cup of soups and having chocolate and keeping it under a thousand calories you know your your gut health is is, is not going to be it's not going to be good your metabolism is going to be weak and you're not gonna you, you don't have that 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 nutrition that 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 has 
that enables a strong constitution of the body. You know, so um, yeah, these these are these are you know, other reasons why that method is not a long-term solution. Good news, our podcast is now available on another new platform. This one is called Newsly. It's an all-in-one audio super app for iOS and Android. It basically finds the trending articles on the web for any topic you can think of, and it reads them out to you in a natural human voice, so you don't even have to read them yourself. You can follow any kind of topics on there. There's sports, there's business, health, Bitcoin, even the Kardashians, if you really want to know about them. And they also have podcasts, of course, your favourite, the Health World Podcast is there. They've got podcasts from over 80 countries, and I listen to all of my podcasts on there now, and they even have digital radio. So you can download and use Newsly for free from www.newsly.me or from the link in the description. And if you use the promo code WEALTH, I'll also put that in the description, you will get a one-month free premium subscription. So go and download Newsly now, subscribe to our podcast and get your one month free. Yeah, you're completely right. They're, they've done studies on um, pe- metabolism based on different diets, which we're talking about there. And they've found that actually people on, they compared a low carb to a low fat diet and people on a low carb diet burn much more calories as their basic metabolism per day than people on a low fat diet. So, so just by what you're eating, your body, you can make your body naturally burn more calories. So, yep. you know, you're almost competing against yourself by trying to limit yourself with calories because you're, you're eating a certain way, which makes your body hang on to every calorie and every bit of fat it's got saying, I need to keep this. And then you're trying to, yeah, you're trying to lose weight. And that's why, like you said, when someone comes off a calorie restrictive diet, they'll put the weight on twice as fast because their body's still in starvation mode. So as soon as it gets some food, it's like, right, hang on to that, store it as fat, get some more, hang on. It, you know, it's going to take a while before it realizes it's not being starved anymore. And in that time, you're just going to be piling on weight, which, yeah. you know, reverses it. Like diets, like I, I, I like to refer, obviously, technically, scientifically, diet is the correct word for how we eat is, you know, like a carnival diet, because your diet is essentially what you eat every day. But obviously, in recent times, people think of a diet as like a fad diet. So I prefer to look at it as a lifestyle. Like the way I eat is a lifestyle. It's not a diet. I don't have an end. Well, I suppose my end goal is just to be as healthy as I possibly can be. But there's not like, you know, with the diet, they're like, I'm going to do this for two months, lose this much weight and I'm good. Like, no, you should just be eating. That's just your everyday. And like yeah. you said about the, the mental thing, that's huge. Like the, the stress and anxiety and the, the mental pressure that people calorie counting go through is immense that's what they probably burn their most calories from their brain to be honest rather than their body and yeah. it's for us it's so easy and, and and i i don't calorie count at all so i don't but i would guess from a educated guess that i eat way more calories now than i used to eat and yet i lose weight like yeah. way more like i eat even with eating less meals a day i'll eat more in them like um you know I, i'll eat a lot like the i'm today I had, it's, it's the weekend, so I had lunch today. So I had f- four eggs, uh, two bits of bacon and two pork chops for my lunch. Um, and then for dinner, I'm going to have two big ribeye steaks, probably some more eggs and, and potentially something else. And that's going to be definitely more calories than if I'd been eating the old way I was eating. Yeah. And, and, yet, uh, and yet I can lose weight. Uh, it's all about the quality of your, your calories and what's in them. Like, um, <coughs> so... If you eat um, 
lots of sugar on its own, you'll gain weight. If you eat lots of sugar and lots of fat, you'll gain weight. But if you eat just fat, you won't gain weight. You lose weight. So that kind of um, just one example of it, but it shows that it's it's what you eat. It, it, it's not um, the amount of calories in it because it, it's it's almost a pointless metric, to be honest. People use it so much, but as I say, you, you don't count calories. I don't count calories. It, it, it's really a pointless metric. I don't know. I'm not so sure when it first really became super, super popular, the whole calories thing. You just need to give your body what it needs. And our bodies, uh, we've kind of touched on this before, your body is unbelievably smart and it's a great tool if you use it properly. And when you're eating properly, the only thing you need to listen to for how much you eat is just your body. Like some meals, I'll eat a certain amount and I'll get to the end of it and I'm like, I still feel hungry. So I'll, I'll eat some more, I'll cook something else. But then I might have the same size meal the next day and get three quarters of the way through and I'm pretty full. And I'm like, would that, like your body will literally what you have to become a bit attuned to it, especially if you've had a terrible relationship with food, but your body will literally tell you when it's got enough of what it needs. And if, yeah. if, if what you're eating, if you're kind of, you know, you start eating your meal and you really look forward to it and you're like, this is going to be so nice. And by the end of it, you're thinking, oh, I don't know if I can even be bothered to eat anymore. It's not that great anymore. That, that's your body's just saying, I'm good. I've got everything I need. And you can just listen. I'm sure you've, I'm sure you've found the same with your eating. Is that? Yeah, per, you know, the personal experience, uh, absolutely. I, I think a lot of people they just assume that uh, you know they'll eat X, Y, and Z, and then they'll, they'll fall ill and wonder why they're falling ill. You know, it, it can't be my fault. You know, I, I don't. You know, and eat, if they if they don't smoke a lot or they don't drink a lot, then they just assume that you know that they have. Uh, you know, like that, that that it's guaranteed. You know, whereas it's almost certainly not one hundred percent, but close to one hundred percent related to their their nutritional choice, their lifestyle. Um, you know, I've found that as as you were saying, some days, uh, some days you do feel more full after a certain time than others. Uh, there, there was a time when I had. I think, well, I fasted till seven and then had the eggs, had, had steak, had steak, had some uh, some liver as well. And then I had, I just had a, a, a kind of, a, a, a sort of urge for some chocolate. So I ate like a four-finger Kit Kat. Not, not great, but ate a four-finger Kit Kat. At least I ate it after getting my, breaking my fast, breaking my fast nutritionally. But I, after the four-finger Kit Kat, I was like, it barely touched the sides. I was like, I could eat another one, another two, because if I'd eaten that, that Kit Kat earlier, two fingers earlier in the day, and then another two fingers, I would have felt different about it because my blood sugar was being spiked more than one time a day, which is not a good thing. But uh, I literally felt that I could have eaten another three, and I would have probably carried on. But on another day, um, I'll, I'll have had maybe some sea bass, and some steak and feel you know quite satisfied after that and it, it that, that is something that i've been another thing that i've been really conscious of is being as in tune to you know what my body's telling me that if i'm satisfied even though i could eat more and eat more of the good stuff um i try and abstain from that because uh, I, I don't. I don't need to do it. And if I'm if I'm not hungry anymore, I'll stop. 
And uh, whereas as much as I enjoy food and times before I've just carried on eating, even if it's more meat and it's good stuff, I don't really see the the need for it unless I'm, you know, lifting really, really heavy and I want to, you know, really increase my muscle mass, which is not something that I'm, uh, that, that, which is not a name for me just now. So when I feel satisfied at that point, I'll, you know, I'll stop at that point. Um, but yeah, I think people need to listen to their bodies more as well. And when they're making this change, there's someone that, um, uh, a relative that's that's going through the whole fasting thing just now, and they're they're found finding that they're getting they're actually because they've been so used to eating you know the three meals a day and like lots of carbs, they they start to feel sick when they're avoiding you know they're not eating they're eating they're not eating later in the day they start to feel you know quite sick and um I I, I said you know we explained it all we explained what was causing it and and that they just he he just needs to to persevere and he'll eventually get over that and he's got over it now and he's now starting to to close that window of of eating and uh, he's lost he's lost some weight already looking better feeling better and he's starting to become more attuned to what his body's telling him as well so i think that's that's really important yeah that's awesome that is awesome i heard, i heard a great analogy on one of the podcasts i listened to this week where someone said well, if if you broke your arm you wouldn't expect it to be fine two days later. But for some reason with our bodies, like it's, it's had like 30 years of pure abu- abuse from what we fed it. And we expect to feel better in one week. Like, yeah. you know, changing the way you eat is, is amazing for you and you're going to feel amazing, but more than likely it's not going to be in the first one or two weeks. And some people yeah. actually feel, some people actually feel really rough for the first yeah. few weeks, yeah. maybe a month. But like you said, it's about persevering, which is why it, it's Adapting. good to work yeah. yeah, your body's got yeah. adapt, and it's why it's good got to work adapt. with someone. That's why we're trying to do the whole coaching platform because we could just say, hey, look, go eat just meat and you'll be fine. Someone goes to eat meat and the first two weeks they feel rubbish. What are they going to yeah. do? They're going to give up. But you need to work with someone who understands it, who says, look, this is what's going to happen. Your body's adjusting. We could dial it back. You know, someone could go fully from eating an American, a standard American diet to fully carnivore. They feel super rough. And, you know, we say, well, look, dial it back add in a small amount of carbs for a couple of weeks yeah. to help your body adjust gradually. Like th- there's nuance to it. There's not just eat this and you'll be absolutely perfect. It's different. So like you say, it's it got to persevere. That's why we try and work with people and help them. Um, and yeah, your, your body needs time to adapt. A broken arm takes, takes months to heal. Um, and we've abused our bodies for 34 years. Some people, you know, some people can take like a, at least a year or so to really get rid of certain stuff and to get their body, especially People who've got really bad chronic fatigue and stuff, the way they've eaten and probably autoimmune conditions, they'll start to see results um, early. You know, it might be rough for the first few weeks, maybe a month, and then they'll start to see good results. But to fully get rid of it can take like a, a whole year. It, it, it really takes time because you've got to yeah. allow your body to fully heal. You can't expect just to go, oh, but I'm, I'm eating good now. So the body, the body should be good. Like it's completely different. Um, so I was just going to kind of go back to the yeah. the whole calories thing because you you spoke before about what, thinking about what comes with the calories, which is really important because especially in um, within obviously you know we speak a lot about plants we haven't got like a hateful vendetta against plants. Yeah. The, the the issue with plants is that 
everyone is told that they're super healthy. So that's kind of the main thing we need to concentrate on to tell people. There's not people kind of have an understanding that sugar's not healthy, but they eat it anyway. They probably don't understand how unhealthy it is. But plants, people think are healthy, so that's why we kind of concentrate on it more. But with a lot of plants, a lot of them have anti nutrients in, which means that it will prevent you your body from absorbing the nutrients that are in that plant, but also what you eat with it. So if you have if you have a nice steak, but you eat it with vegetables, you're actually going to absorb less from that steak than you would have, as well as not absorbed from the, from the vegetables. So again, it's affecting, even if you were calorie counting on that and thinking, well, I've ate healthy stuff I'm calorie counting, but, but you're not getting the nutrients that you want. It's about, it's, it's, there's, as we keep saying, I think that our word of the week is nuanced. It's, it's be- nuanced. It's, yeah, it's, very much so. Yeah. And this is why it's a lot of explaining as well. So, yeah, that's it. It's it's not just as easy as it. And 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 I really, I really hate how much. And you see it so much in the fitness health fitness space. All of this calorie thing. I see so many kind of weight loss people, fitness people, just saying about calories in, calories out. And I think I spoke before about you know them saying like you you can eat this this McDonald's meal with less calories than this nutritious meal. So you can have the McDonald's meal on this diet and you will lose weight. Like that's the worst advice ever. But the problem is because it does work for a month or two. People say, well, hey, I did lose weight doing what they said. You know, you probably feel rubbish at the end of it, but you did lose weight. So technically they did as they said, and they continue to get customers and business. But it's it's so unhealthy and dangerous, really, in the long term. It's dangerous for your health. Um, if, if you keep that up long term, that, that can really be uh, a real danger to your health. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I've seen that a lot of these, a lot of this content, a lot of these reels about you know, and they, they'll they'll make a video and they'll, they'll have noodles and spicy sauce and say, oh, there, there's only X amount of calories in this. And it's 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 absolutely asinine, you know, it, it really is. It's and, and as you say, it might paper over the crack short term and get results, but it is not conducive to long long term health and nutrition. We'll we'll see the, these exact same people or these fitness people in 10, 15 years' time and see what they look like when you know, they're not able to, you know, they, they may well keep the same sort of diet, but they're not going to age well and they're not going to, they're not going to look as good as and, and feel as good and be as healthy as somebody who's done it the proper way, you know, the, 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 the correct way, which is, you know, restricting your, the time, the range of time. Uh, your eating window to, to a, a specific range of time and also focusing on what it is that you should be eating as opposed to calories in, calories out, which we've, we've dissected it, you know, in many different ways. It's, it's, it's not the correct way. It's, 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 it's not correct at all. It's, it's, a, it's a terrible way to go about it. And yeah, it's, it's just, it's bad education. And this is exactly what we're, we're doing here. We're ed- educating people on, the, the correct the, the correct way to do it that this the science actually backs all this up as well and you know we've alluded to research and and we're going to have further uh, you know case cases on on this with people coming on and, and discussing that so um yeah it really is uh, quite uh infuriating in a way because they completely they all they show is what's on the front end but completely keep the nuances and the actual, you know, the crux of the matter to the to the to the back to the back end, and don't mention that at all. You know, it's a lot more nuanced as, as what people think, and you know, the, 
the cal the calorie counting um, you know method it, it's they're no use if they're coming from unhealthy foods. Uh, mm. Whether it's five calories or five hundred, it doesn't matter. It's 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 about the quality of the calories, as you say, and eating a far more calorie heavy meal or two meals is but that's come from healthy sources is far more conducive to a healthy lifestyle than eating a far lower amount of calorie food that's the that amounts to a far lower amount of calories that isn't sourced from healthy foods. So um yeah, but we're we're trying to put the, the correct message out there, you know, as you say. Yeah, exactly. It it comes down to that question. I actually did a video um recently because someone actually actually asked that to me was what do you what do you go for is it health or weight and and it's just the the easiest question in the world to me it, it should always be health and obviously these influencers trying to get people to you know weight loss coaches and giving all this terrible advice all they care about is weight they don't care about health and no. like i say if you if you if all you care about is weight you may lose some weight but your health is going to suffer whereas if you concentrate on your health then you will naturally end up with a, a correct weight that's healthy for you if, if you're eating if you're trying to be as healthy as you can and eat in a diet that makes you as healthy as you can, you will not be overweight and you will not be underweight. You will be at the right weight. It's impossible to be overweight or underweight if you're eating a healthy diet. That That's what I believe. And that's what's proven and backed up by people doing it. So like you say, they're concentrating on the wrong thing. And the, um, great point, oh, great point. underweight or overweight, you're the correct weight. That's exactly the, the that's it. And that's it. If, you, if you're eating the if you're eating the right thing, it's impossible to be to be in an incorrect weight because you, you you're just doing the right things. Um, and it's I would challenge anyone if if they eat the proper way, if they're eating you know a high fat meat based diet, I would challenge anyone to overeat on that diet because it's basically impossible. Because yeah. firstly, it's your body uses um, everything and uses it up it metabolizes and uses um, a lot more energy faster and your body will just tell you you've had enough. The reason you can overeat so much on a sugar high uh, carbohydrate based diet. And I'll just rewind to the point we made earlier about listening to your body. If you're eating a high carb diet, don't listen to your body because it will never tell you it's full because sugars. And there's also in, in plants as well. And in, in, in fructose, especially um, they, that, there's things in them, um, lectins, which basically block the signal from going to your brain. Again, I spoke about this last week or the week before. They block the signal that tells you that you're full. So that is yeah. why on sugar, you can eat so much. Like you said about where you ate, you were pretty full, and then you had a Kit Kat, suddenly he's hungry again. I used to get that with fruit. I used to eat my meal, and I'd be full, and then I'd be like, I have a little bit of fruit, and suddenly I felt really hungry again. Yeah. Because it's, yeah. it's, it's tricking your body. And so that if you're eating carbohydrates don't listen to your body because it will lie no. to you and that's why it's so easy to overeat and that's why people do overeat and, and gain so much weight because you're literally poisoning your body and stopping it from doing the processes it's meant to do yeah a hundred percent that's uh that reminds me of um a day um some years ago where i went on uh um how would i describe it it was uh it was a monster munch, uh, a multi-monster munch eating uh, afternoon. <laughs> a multi-monster munch campaign it was yeah. uh, with uh, 12 packs. Uh, I just had that 
that uh, urge. Uh, I just really wanted Monster Man, and it was one pack after another, after another, after another. And it, I, I, it, it, I really thoroughly enjoyed it, and I didn't really feel that full, full after it. But that was my body telling me, "Well, there's so much rubbish going in here. You, you know, it's it's tricking you into feeling that you're that you're still hungry when actually you're not. You know." And there's all sorts of carbs and terrible things that are going in, that are going in there. But you know, your body, I felt like eating more, and that was the last thing I needed. So, um, and the same with sugar as well. You know, it will tell you that, uh, hey, you have a, have some more. You know, when actually, uh, in in reality, your body doesn't need it. Uh, you know, you 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 are actually full, and it's telling you something different. So. Yeah, been there myself and and had those those experiences. <laughs> yeah, sure that's, that's why. Well, you know, yeah. Yeah, that's why all these snacks. You know, people say, "Oh, they're so Moorish." Like you say, you could easily open like a multi pack of chocolate, and five minutes later, you look down and it's all gone. Like, how did that yeah. happen? Yeah, because it 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 just tricks you, and it and especially in terms of um, weight loss with sugar. Obviously, when we know when you eat sugar and your blood glucose goes up, that spikes your insulin, and one of the things that insulin does when it spikes is it tells your body to store fat because obviously there's the glucose is spiking. So you've got more glucose in the body than you need. So it can use that for energy. So it literally tells you to store fat and lock, basically lock it away. Like there's processes in cells where they'll actually lock it and it's not accessible. So you won't even be able to use that fat for energy. That's locked away. So eating any kind of diet that's high in sugar is going to be really hard to lose weight because every time you eat, your body's saying store fat, store fat. Yeah store it instead of burn it and use it yeah exactly yeah, yeah. That, that that's why eating a high fat diet zero carb is so good for weight loss because basically all of the fat that you eat is used for energy and the body that the fat that's on your body already it will start burning that for energy too and oh, yeah. and that's why you burn so much fat so the more fat you eat the more energy you're burning and, and the more you lose it's weird the, like obviously especially with how our brains are uh, kind of brainwashed from when we're young about food saying eat more fat to lose fat sounds weird but it's not because once your body's adapted the human body should run on fat that's what our natural source of energy is but we've changed it to now thinking that our bodies run on glucose and they do run on glucose when glucose is in our body because they need to use it up and store the fat but as soon as you remove that glucose and carbs then the body goes back to its natural way of using the fat which is what it should do and then it's just so easy to lose weight like it I, I bet you any money yeah. that if you went back a hundred thousand years or however many years, I bet you any money there's not an obese or even slightly overweight person anywhere in sight, anywhere. I bet you, obviously that's an experiment we can't do, but there wouldn't be because it's basically impossible to overeat eating protein and fat. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of these, uh, you know, old uh, documentaries and films about people way back in the day, that, that that is exactly how they were portrayed, you know, as muscular, mm. as fit and, you know, as in shape. And that that was the reality of it, you know. Um, there's a couple of great, well, great points there. It was, it was a couple that, um, just to touch on a bit more about, you know, the fat, you know, the the, the guy that's in the process of, of, improving his his diet and, and, and losing losing the weight you know getting more into the the, the, the fasting a lot more regularly and, and just improving his overall health so he actually uh he's he he's a chef and he'll 
he'll do it. So when he's in the kitchen, he'll he'll prep, he'll he'll make mistakes, and you know they'll, they'll cut the what he'll do is he'll cut the fat off them. And what he'll do is that the fat normally just goes in the bin, but he'll just eat the fat and eat the fat off the steak. So the steak obviously goes to you know out out from the kitchen to the the restaurant, and uh, you know the fat that's left over normally gets bin. But he'll start eating it, and the other chefs are like, "What are you doing eating that fat? That's not good for you," you know. And they're the ones who are on. <laughs> pasta and carb-heavy diets, overweight, telling him, don't eat this fat off because it's not good for you. And when actually it's extremely good for you, you know, and that is one of the other things. He'll go through that. That'll be his that'll be his meal, actually, for his shift, you know. <laughs> and at times, and it's, it's, it's just one example of, of how big a difference that's making, that the, the, the fat is being used. Uh, by the body in the correct way and also you're supplementing that with the protein intake as well um you know that the, the fat off the steak is is always i always look forward to that and uh yeah the the the, 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 the with regarding the 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 glucose you know you have to put your body in a position where it makes its own glucose instead of you oh i need to take some sugar and i'll take some sugar so we can get that glucose you know Leave the sugar out. Your body will produce it naturally. Absolutely, and I'll I'll have to. It's it's a really interesting. One. I'll have to look uh, some more detail into it for another time. But on one of the podcasts I was listening to, they're talking about the processes in the body, and there's basically there's four different processes that the body gets rid of glucose, yeah. and only one that it actually absorbs it, which basically tells us that naturally our body wants to remove glucose and not absorb it because it doesn't. You know, as you say, we make our own, and that is the way the body should be. Is make yeah. we don't need to absorb it like yeah you know pe- people always argue these really tiny minute points that yes you go back a million years if if they were low on on food they haven't got anything for a hunt if there was fruit available in season they may have ate a little bit of fruit that doesn't yeah. mean they weren't carnivores like you know what i mean that th- they were eating a meat-based diet you know i mean yeah. all meat if if one day i just say you know what i'll have a little bit of fruit after that meal and then i go back to eating all meat i'm still a you know, a carnivore. People say, oh, well, they eat, you know, like with Eskimos, people say, well, for two months a year, they might eat some berries because they're in season. Yeah, but that's that's one, not even 1% of their diet. Like 99% of their diet is pure meat. They're a carnivore. Like, yeah, so our body has a process to remove glucose and process it on the rare occasion it comes in, but we've changed that to every single day at multiple times. And you, ah, I remember now that you, you made some good points earlier. I was going to comment on it and I forgot it. So it was when you talked about the restricting. So um, they're, they're restricting the calories and, and it's the wrong way around. And I actually, um, I saw someone, some fitness influence, someone fitness person on, on uh, Instagram the other day, and they talked about how they stay healthy. And they said about, I don't restrict anything I eat, which is just a barefaced lie because they do. And I don't find our diet restrictive because I love what we eat, but technically it restricts in certain ways. Instead of restricting how much you eat, what you need to restrict is what you eat. And in to, to some point, the timings of when you eat, that's yeah. what you need to restrict. But in terms of the amount of food you eat, you can eat as much as you want. So they're restricting the wrong things. I would be lying to say eating this way is not restrictive because technically you do have to have some discipline and restrict. But if you enjoy the food you eat and once you start eating it, I think some people feel like they're not keen on meat. But I think when you remove carbs and you start eating meat, it will actually become a lot more attractive and tastier to you because sugar as a whole just basically numbs your taste buds to anything but sugar anyway. So stuff will taste better. And also 
as your body begins to get what it actually needs, your body's going to start to say, actually, I'll have some more of that, please. And you're going to feel like eating it. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, but yeah you, technically it's restrictive on what you eat. If you, if you restrict the bad foods and you just stick to the good foods, you can eat as much as you want. And then even on time, I would say some restriction on time, like especially like you said with, with the guy you're working with, who's if someone's really overweight, fasting and being strict on the times you eat is very beneficial. Um, especially for people who maybe just switch into this way of eating who have um, a lot of illness and conditions they're trying to heal. Really high fat with big gaps of not eating is great. Once you've got on the diet and you've adapted for a while, you can, if you want, you can be less strict with your time eating windows once your body's fully adapted and healed. Because technically, with how we eat, you're basically permanently in ketosis. And, and by fasting, people want to basically get into ketosis. And so, you know, I'll, on the weekends, I'll eat lunch and dinner. Um, yeah. In the week, I normally won't. And in fact, once or twice, because I've been, you know, cooking breakfast um, for my kids and stuff, now and again, I've had breakfast too, just, just on the odd occasion. But for me, that's fine because I'm not actually interrupting the body's processes and my fasting because how I eat. Now, if I eat some carbs, that's a different story that interrupts it. So yeah. I would say that you have to restrict some things, but you're not going to even see them as a negative once you get onto the diet and you feel the benefits. But the thing you do not restrict is how much you eat. Yeah, 100%. Uh, I, I had uh, actually yesterday, uh, was over at my mum's and I, I had, uh, was in the morning, maybe about half 11, and I had some eggs and avocado. So I ate a lot earlier than I normally would, but I was eating was eating well, you know, I was getting that, a lot of those healthy fats in at the time. So because I've had that, my body has, I wouldn't say that it's ever really needed to heal that, that much, but it's in a very good place in terms of um you know the health wise i've already got that base it wasn't really causing and too know too much um yeah no i wasn't doing me any any harm even though i would have felt better i felt a little bit kind of wee bit stuffed after because although it wasn't that much and it was what i was eating was good I was eating a lot earlier than I normally I normally would, but I wasn't doing doing any harm at all. But if I was eating like toast and you know bacon and fried and saturated vegetable oil, you know, then that, that would have been that wouldn't have been a, a good good option. I would have felt a lot worse, you know, even mm -hmm. though I was at the same time. So um, yeah, that, that that absolutely the uh, the the, tie, the timings are really important. But once you get into that. Once you get in you, that momentum and you get into that schedule, um, and your body has done a lot of healing, you have dropped that weight. Then you can make a few allowances here and there, as you say. You know, you you had breaks with your, with your kids that odd time, and, and you felt fine. You know, and um, you know the other thing I was going to just touch on was about the the you know the, the but just back to the calories, just very briefly. Uh, you know, if you're eating a, a, a predominantly meat-based diet and that's not to say that we can't have a few vegetables or you know a, a bit of carbs I, I have that as well you know but the the the, the core of my diet is you know is meat is meat-based and fish so that's why it doesn't really have that much of an effect but if you've got that diet in place and you are fasting you can have less amounts and you will you will drop you if you want to 
drop to a specific weight. You know, and, I, and I'm not saying that the healthy weight is always the correct weight, but if you really just wanted to just to tone up a bit more, just get a bit more muscular, a bit more definition there, and if you wanted to go down that route, then you could still eat very well, but maybe a bit less. But your body's still using it in the correct way as well. So you're getting those all of that protein, those those nutrients and Yeah. Absolutely. Because point as well. Really. Because yeah, your body actually functions completely and utterly differently when you're eating properly. Because our our body on the, the standard diet most people eat is so inefficient. Yeah. And and so you you need more of stuff. Like even with um, things like vitamins and nutrients. Like the, the recommended amount that you, you need to get and whatever is much higher with a standard diet, not just because you're getting less from food, but your body actually needs more. But once your body is functioning optimally with an optimal diet, everything functions properly and you actually need way less. Like I say, I don't, no one really needs to supplement if they're eating an optimal diet because you're getting more from your food and you need less. And yeah. every process just happens so much better, which is why. You know, as we say, if, it, if weight loss is what you're looking for, it happens so much easier because your body's functioning right um, and, and it's doing everything it should. And I'll just quickly put the, the, the when I said I at breakfast, that's that again, that's still eating carnivore. That's not like um, we're not having cereal and toast. You know, I'll cook no, them. No, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll cook, there's for anyone who's listening who's like, hold on a minute. You said don't have yeah. That's like I make like burger and um, eggs sausage from it's it's all that because i don't want them eating cereal for breakfast so make them a proper breakfast and now and again i'll eat it with them most of the time i won't but as we say it's about uh where you are in your personal journey and yeah. if you're healing then as we say a, a nice fasting windows very high fat diet that is the the best way to allow your body to heal and i'll just touch on one more point on the calories um we'll just touch on one more before then we'll just finish by talking a bit about the platform which is going to be released sure. tomorrow when this goes out and that one other thing that i need to bring up is fiber so obviously when people are eating foods and calories and they're including fiber in that and fiber we we get nothing from fiber which we've spoke about before it goes in your body and it goes through your body and it comes out your body you you take nothing from it so it, it can help you feel more full but you know people are counting that as calories when actually your body can't even extract any calories from that so again it just it just just goes to show how you can't accurately track calories so why why even bother really would be, would be my advice <laughs> absolutely and uh you know i think the big one of the biggest fallacies that i mentioned uh I, 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 yeah uh, a few weeks yeah. ago but uh, one of one of the big which is just turned out to be an absolute joke but a, fen, a phenomenal marketing strategy is fruit and fiber you know cereal yeah. um which uh Actually, and it did. It did actually taste quite good, but it's ter it's absolutely terrible for you. And uh, you know the way they, they pre present and package that you know it's got fiber. You know it's some must have. You know so far away from the truth. So um, we it's not something that we need. We need to fo focus more on you know the omega threes. I think I'm really big on them. They are. They are. They are they're so important you know and and that's why i'm i'm, I'm big on is i try and incorporate more seafood into my into my diet as well you know sardines or something that i've always enjoyed you know some grilled sardines with some, with some lemon they've got 
a lot of protein and, and omega-3s in them, which which is which is fantastic for you and great for your immune system. Um, still to do a little bit more research on on them about how often you should eat them as a sort of be uh, aside. But um, yeah, I'm really big on omega threes as well. Yeah, so, so I think I yeah. think the only two um, essential fatty acids you need in your diet are omega threes and sixes. But the yeah. standard the standard diet people eat is very high in sixes and very low in threes. So yeah, yeah you're right. You need to balance them out by getting more of the um, more of the omega threes in. Absolutely, yeah. that is correct. Um, cool. So, well, I, I hope that um, that's been uh, beneficial to people uh, in terms of educating them on calories and the, the kind of do's and don'ts, the nuances, the different points of the argument. And basically, as I said, our basic advice and conclusion is that you don't need to count calories and you shouldn't count calories because it's bad for you in a number of ways. It's also impossible to do accurately and you just need to concentrate on getting healthy. Um, and becoming as healthy as you possibly can, and your weight will automatically follow, as it always does. So that brings us nicely to tomorrow our Health Health platform is launching, which is basically it's an educational platform. So we're going to be having more in-depth educational information on their lessons, teaching people about what they can eat, what they shouldn't eat, what it does to their body, you know, um, exercises to do, you know, fitness for mobility, the, the importance of different things, sleep, we'll be talking about sleep and stress management, all things like that. And just trying to educate people to become the optimal version of themselves, what they can do. Um, and there's going to be um, different levels that, that you can sign up to. And also there's going to be one-to-one coaching that you can sign up to as well. If you want to be worked with one-to-one and you need extra help. And we're going to do lives and stuff like that. Um, me and Bray, both of us, um, some of the guests of the podcast will probably get on to do some live Q and A's with, with people as well. So it's going to be plenty of exciting stuff. And we've been on a countdown, obviously this is going to go out on the Tuesday. So that means that tomorrow it's launching. So we've been on a, a five day countdown with different offers. So basically for all of May, there's a free 15 minute consultation call that you can have with us for anyone. So if you're interested in learning about your health and how to be optimal. And even in just finding out, is there anything we can do to help you? You can get a, a free 15 minute video call that you can book in and we'll go through, through things with you and see where you stand. And then also we're looking for um, three clients to work with um, completely for free. So you're going to get the one-to-one coaching, but it'll be completely free to you. Um, we'll just be looking for a testimonial in return. Um, to see you know how things work so if you are someone who has uh, a current health condition even if you're looking to lose weight you're just looking to get healthier get in touch with us and um, there's already one um, a space been filled there's only two spaces left and by the time this goes out because this is pre-recorded they you know there may even be less spaces left so get in as soon as you can if you're interested in that and then also the the platinum there's a premium and a platinum membership level and then there's two levels to the coaching. There's uh, a basic sort of one-to-one and then there's a personalized coaching, which is everything like diet plan, sleeping plan, exercise plan, everything. And um, it, like calls every week. So if you sign up to the, the premium, two people who sign up in the first couple of weeks are going to win one month's free one-to-one coaching. So that will just be a, a, a lucky random draw taken after a, a couple of weeks 
Um, then if you sign up to the platinum membership, so the higher level, you've got the chance for two people to win a personalized coaching one month of that as well. So that's like really in depth. You have 30 minute video calls every week. As I say, we'll have a whole diet plan, exercise plan, daily routine, everything to really get you completely optimal. So that's the, the offers, the bonus offers that we've got coming up to launch actual launches tomorrow. So get in as soon as you can. There's going to be some educational content already on there. We're going to be uploading more regularly as well as, like we said, doing lives, Q&As. There's community chat groups where you can directly speak to us and speak to each other and sort of help each other. We want to all just work together to become completely and utterly optimal. And we're really looking forward to it. I don't know if there's anything you want to add on to that, Barry. No, I think that that all sounds fantastic, Ryan. Really looking forward to it, and uh, you know, being a part of of the the, the process and, and and helping helping people who are on that same journey and, and giving value, and especially uh, giving my uh, my advice and my uh, experience and you know the the exercise uh, aspect of it as well. How you can uh, supplement your your nutritional and lifestyle changes with you know a really solid exercise plan that you can do from from your own home with very minimal equipment um using a lot of the the, the knowledge that, that i gained you know through my gymnastics through my coaching and then obviously coaching other athletes as well that is um that is extremely uh, useful for even beginner level so there's going to be exercises that you can do from basic level building all the way up to you know a more more advanced level depending on where you are in, in your in your fitness and nutrition journey so very much looking forward to um and putting and putting that and putting that in place on the platform as well and yeah looking forward to to, to working to working with uh, you know future um subscribers and uh, yeah looking forward to the launch line uh thanks again for having me on um really enjoyed that that's all right found it educational as well yes definitely as you said it's helping people is is what we're about and what we're trying to do so hopefully we're going to achieve that and, and like you said there with the exercises everything is basic it's it's not there's nothing complex so you know the no. exercise is stuff you can do at home easily the diet side, there's nothing complex. The main thing is we're teaching people the education and things they need to be aware of, but it's, you know, food you can easily make yourself, food you can easily get hold of. It's not complex. It's not hard work. We just need to give you the right knowledge um, and we'll go from there. So thank you again for coming on. We will see everyone again next week and we'll be posting as much content as we can in between then. And obviously keep listening to the podcast because we're going to have quite a lot of guests coming up who have their health stories to share which kind of yeah. gives you an idea of what you can achieve if you, you know, if you follow the things that we're saying and do the things we're saying, then you can achieve some amazing health results, which, which we're going to be sharing on the podcast. So everyone, um, yep. Keep listening, get signed up to the membership platform. We'll see you next time. And let's get optimal together. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning into the show. I really hope that you enjoyed it. If you have any questions or topics you'd like us to cover on the podcast or you'd like to appear on it, then please contact us at hwpoduk at gmail.com on our website, which is healthwealthuk.com or on any of our social medias, which are at hwpoduk. Please make sure you like, subscribe, share it with all your friends and family and we will see you next week.